Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast. I am your host, Sherry T, and this is the best day of your life because God is in control. Our affirmation is we are excited, blessed, grateful, and most of all, we are believers for life. We hope these moments of prayer and Bible reading will empower you to have faith in God's word, believe in John 3.16, be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, and inspire you to pray for your family, friends, and community. Let us pray. I will bless the Lord at all times, so praises continually come from my mouth. Father, we thank you for this day, for this is the day that you have given us. You touched our hearts, you restored our soul, renewed our mind, and commanded us to continue in the path of righteousness. Father, we give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. As we declare your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. With a grateful heart, we give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Keep us in the shadow of your presence as we declare and decree you reign forever. Father, we will bless your name because you sit on the throne. And we say hallelujah. Holy, holy is the Lamb of God who was worthy to be slain. Be blessing, be power and honor to his name. Father, we thank you. We ask that the meditation of our hearts and the words of our mouth be acceptable in your sight as you continue to touch and transform our hearts as we walk this day out knowing that all is well within our soul. Teach us your ways as we study your word. May the spirit of wisdom and revelation and counsel and might guide us into all truth and show us those things which shall come to pass. Father, we stand before you, fully clothed in your righteousness, standing for truth and walking in peace, sharing our faith and believing in our salvation. Father, we will speak the word of God because it is in us, and we have overcome the evil one by our testimony in the blood of the Lamb. So, Father, we thank you again for today. As we listen to the word, speak to our hearts transform us in a marvelous way we give you the praise the honor and the glory again in jesus name amen our scripture reading will come from the book of exodus he said to them chapter 20 god spoke all these words i am god your god who brought you out of the land of egypt out of a life of slavery no other gods only me. No carved gods of any size, shape, or form, of anything whatever, whether of things that fly or walk or swim. Don't bow down to them and don't serve them, because I am God, your God, and I'm a most jealous God, punishing the children for any sins their parents pass on to them, to the third, and yes, even to the fourth generation of those who hate me. But I'm unswervingly loyal to the thousands who love me and keep my commandments. No using the name of God, your God, in curses or silly banter. God won't put up with the irreverent use of his name. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Work six days and do everything you need to do. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to God, your God. Don't do any work, not you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your servant, nor your maid, nor your animals, not even the foreign guest visiting in your town. For in six days God made heaven, earth, and sea, and everything in them. 
he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, God blessed the Sabbath day. He set it apart as a holy day. Honor your father and mother so that you'll live a long time in the land that God, your God, is giving you. No murder, no adultery, no stealing, no lies about your neighbor, no lusting after your neighbor's house or wife or servant or maid or ox or donkey. Don't set your heart on anything that is your neighbor's. All the people experiencing the thunder and lightning, the trumpet blast and the smoking mountain were afraid. They pulled back and stood at a distance. They said to Moses, you speak to us and we'll listen, but don't have God speak to us or we'll die. Moses spoke to the people. Don't be afraid. God has come to test you and instill a deep and reverent awe within you so that you won't sin. The people kept their distance while Moses approached the thick cloud where God was. God said to Moses, Give this message to the people of Israel. You've experienced firsthand how I spoke with you from heaven. Don't make gods of silver and gods of gold and then set them alongside me. Make me an earthen altar. Sacrifice your whole burnt offerings, your peace offerings, your sheep and your cattle on it. Every place where I cause my name to be honored in your worship, I'll be there myself and bless you. If you use stones to make my altar, don't use dressed stones. If you use a chisel on the stones, you'll profane the altar. Don't use steps to climb to my altar because that will expose your nakedness. Chapter 21. These are the laws that you are to place before them. When you buy a Hebrew slave, he will serve six years. The seventh year he goes free for nothing. If he came in single, he leaves single. If he came in married, he leaves with his wife. If the master gives him a wife and she gave him sons and daughters, the wife and children stay with the master and he leaves by himself. But suppose the slave should say, I love my master and my wife and children. I don't want my freedom. Then his master is to bring him before God into a door or doorpost and pierce his ear with an awl, a sign that he is a slave for life. When a man sells his daughter to be a handmaid, she doesn't go free after six years like the men. If she doesn't please her master, her family must buy her back. Her master doesn't have the right to sell her to foreigners since he broke his word to her. If he turns her over to his son, he has to treat her like a daughter. If he marries another woman, she retains all her full rights to meals, clothing, and marital relations. If he won't do any of these three things for her, she goes free for nothing. If someone hits another and death results, the penalty is death. But if there was no intent to kill, if it was an accident, an act of God, I'll set aside a place to which the killer can flee for refuge. But if the murder was premeditated, cunningly plotted, then drag the killer away, even if it's from my altar, to be put to death. If someone hits father or mother, the penalty is death. If someone kidnaps a person, penalty is death, regardless of whether the person has been sold or is still held in possession. If someone curses father or mother, the penalty is death. If a quarrel breaks out and one hits the other with a rock or a fist, and the injured one doesn't die, but is confined to bed and then later gets better and can get about on a crutch, the one who hit him is in the clear, except to pay for the loss of time and make sure of complete recovery. 
If a slave owner hits a slave, male or female, with a stick, and the slave dies on the spot, the slave must be avenged. But if the slave survives a day or two, he's not to be avenged. The slave is the owner's property. When there's a fight, and in the fight, a pregnant woman is hit so that she miscarries, but is not otherwise hurt, the one responsible has to pay whatever the husband demands in compensation. But if there is further damage, then you must give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise for bruise. If a slave owner hits the eye of a slave or handmaid and ruins it, the owner must let the slave go free because of the eye. If the owner knocks out the tooth of the male or female slave, the slave must be released and go free because of the tooth. If an ox gores a man or a woman to death, the ox must be stoned. The meat cannot be eaten, but the owner of the ox is in the clear. But if the ox has a history of goring and the owner knew it and did nothing to guard against it, then if the ox kills a man or a woman, the ox is to be stoned and the owner given the death penalty. If a ransom is agreed upon instead of death, he must pay it in full as a redemption for his life. If a son or daughter is gored, the same judgment holds. If it is a slave or a handmaid the ox gores, 30 shekels of silver is to be paid to the owner and the ox stoned. If someone uncovers a cistern or digs a pit and leaves it open and an ox or donkey falls into it, the owner of the pit must pay whatever the animal is worth to its owner but can keep the dead animal. If someone's ox injures a neighbor's ox and the ox dies, they must sell the live ox and split the price. They must also split the dead animal. But if the ox had a history of goring and the owner knew it and did nothing to guard against it, the owner must pay an ox for an ox but can keep the dead animal. Chapter 22 If someone steals an ox or a lamb and slaughters or sells it, the thief must pay five cattle in place of the ox and four sheep in place of the lamb. If the thief is caught while breaking in and is hit hard and dies, there is no blood guilt. But if it happens after daybreak, there is blood guilt. A thief must make full restitution for what is stolen. The thief who is unable to pay is to be sold for his thieving. If caught red-handed with the stolen goods and the ox or donkey or lamb is still alive, the thief pays double. If someone grazes livestock in a field or vineyard, but lets them loose so they graze in someone else's field, restitution must be made from the best of the owner's field or vineyard. If fire breaks out and spreads to the brush so that the sheaves of grain or the standing grain or even the whole field is burned up, whoever started the fire must pay for the damages. If someone gives a neighbor money or things for safekeeping and they are stolen from the neighbor's house, the thief, if caught, must pay back double. If the thief is not caught, the owner must be brought before God to determine whether the owner was the one who took the neighbor's goods. In all cases of stolen goods, whether oxen, donkeys, sheep, clothing, anything in fact missing of which someone says, that's mine, both parties must come before the judges. The one the judges pronounce guilty must pay double to the other. If someone gives a donkey or ox or lamb or any kind of animal to another for safekeeping, and it dies or is injured or lost, and there is no witness. An oath before God must be made between them to decide whether one has laid hands on the property of the other. The owner must accept this, and no damages are assessed. But if it turns out it was stolen, the owner must be compensated. If it has been torn by wild beasts, the torn animal must be brought in as evidence, 
no damages have to be paid. If someone borrows an animal from a neighbor and it gets injured or dies while the owner is not present, he must pay for it. But if the owner was with it, he doesn't have to pay. If the animal was hired, the payment covers the loss. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged to be married and sleeps with her, he must pay the marriage price and marry her. If her father absolutely refuses to give her away, the man must still pay the marriage price for virgins. Don't let a sorceress live. Anyone who has sex with an animal gets the death penalty. Anyone who sacrifices to a god other than God alone must be put to death. Don't abuse or take advantage of strangers. You, remember, were once strangers in Egypt. Don't mistreat widows or orphans. If you do and they cry out to me, you can be sure I'll take them most seriously. I'll show my anger and come raging among you with the sword, and your wives will end up widows and your children orphans. If you lend money to my people, to any of the down and out among you, don't come down hard on them and gouge them with interest. If you take your neighbor's coat as security, give it back before nightfall. It may be your neighbor's only covering. What else does the person have to sleep in? And if I hear the neighbor crying out from the cold, I'll step in. I'm compassionate. Don't curse God and don't damn your leaders. Don't be stingy as your wine vats fill up. Dedicate your firstborn sons to me. The same with your cattle and sheep. They are to stay for seven days with their mother. Then give them to me. Be holy for my sake. Don't eat mutilated flesh you find in the fields. Throw it to the dogs. Chapter 23. Don't pass on malicious gossip. Don't link up with a wicked person and give corrupt testimony. Don't go along with the crowd in doing evil. And don't fudge your testimony in a case just to please the crowd. And just because someone is poor, don't show favoritism in a dispute. If you find your enemy's ox or donkey loose, take it back to him. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you lying helpless under its load, don't walk off and leave it. Help it up. When there is a dispute concerning your poor, don't tamper with the justice due them. Stay clear of false accusations. Don't contribute to the death of innocent and good people. I don't let the wicked off the hook. Don't take bribes. Bribes blind perfectly good eyes and twist the speech of good people. Don't take advantage of a stranger. You know what it's like to be a stranger. You were strangers in Egypt. Sow your land for six years and gather in its crops. But in the seventh year, leave it alone and give it a rest so that your poor may eat from it. What they leave, let the wildlife have. Do the same with your vineyards and olive groves. Work for six days and rest the seventh, so your ox and donkey may rest, and your servant and migrant workers may have time to get their needed rest. Listen carefully to everything I tell you. Don't pay attention to other gods. Don't so much as mention their names. Three times a year, you are to hold a festival for me. Hold the spring festival of unraised bread when you eat unraised bread for seven days at the time set for the month of Abib, as I commanded you. That was the month you came out of Egypt. No one should show up before me empty-handed. Hold the summer festival of harvest when you bring in the first fruits of all your work in the fields. Hold the autumn festival of ingathering at the end of the season when you bring in the year's crops. Three times a year, all your males are to appear before the master, God. Don't offer the blood of a sacrifice to me with anything that is yeast in it. 
Don't leave the fat from my festival offering out overnight. Bring the choice first produce of the year to the house of your God. Don't boil a kid in its mother's milk. Now, get yourselves ready. I'm sending my angel ahead of you to guard you in your travels, to lead you to the place that I've prepared. Pay close attention to him. Obey him. Don't go against him. He won't put up with your rebellions because he's acting on my authority. But if you obey him and do everything I tell you, I'll be an enemy to your enemies. I'll fight those who fight you. When my angel goes ahead of you and leads you to the land of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, I'll clear the country of them. So don't worship or serve their gods. Don't do anything they do because I'm going to wipe them right off the face of the earth and smash their sacred phallic pillars to bits. But you, you serve your God and he'll bless your food and your water. I'll get rid of the sickness among you. There won't be any miscarriages nor barren women in your land. I'll make sure you live full and complete lives. I'll send my terror on ahead of you and throw those people you're approaching into a panic. All you'll see of your enemies is the backs of their necks. And I'll send despair on ahead of you. It will push the Hivites, the Canaanites, and the Hittites out of your way. I won't get rid of them all at once, lest the land grow up in weeds and the wild animals take over. Little by little, I'll get them out of there, while you have a chance to get your crops going and make the land your own. I will make your borders stretch from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean Sea and from the wilderness to the Euphrates River. I'm turning everyone living in that land over to you. Go ahead and drive them out. Don't make any deals with them or their gods. They are not to stay in the same country with you, lest they get you to sin by worshiping their gods. Beware. That's a huge danger. Chapter 24. He said to Moses, Climb the mountain to God, you and Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. They will worship from a distance. Only Moses will approach God. The rest are not to come close, and the people are not to climb the mountain at all. So Moses went to the people and told them everything God had said, all the rules and regulations. They all answered in unison, Everything God said, will do. Then Moses wrote it all down, everything God had said. He got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain, using twelve pillar stones for the twelve tribes of Israel. Then he directed young Israelite men to offer whole burnt offerings and sacrificed peace offerings of bulls. Moses took half the blood and put it in bowls. The other half he threw against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it as the people listened. They said, everything God said will do. Yes, we'll obey. Moses took the rest of the blood and threw it out over the people, saying, This is the blood of the covenant which God has made with you out of all these words I have spoken. Then they climbed the mountain, Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and saw the God of Israel. He was standing on a pavement of something like sapphires, pure, clear sky blue. He didn't hurt these pillar leaders of the Israelites. They saw God and they ate and drank. God said to Moses, Climb higher up the mountain and wait there for me. I'll give you tablets of stone, the teachings and commandments that I've written to instruct them. So Moses got up, accompanied by Joshua, his aide, and Moses climbed up the mountain of God. He told the elders of Israel, 
Wait for us here until we return to you. You have Aaron and Hur with you. If there are any problems, go to them. Then Moses climbed the mountain. The cloud covered the mountain. The glory of God settled over Mount Sinai. The cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called out of the cloud to Moses. In the view of the Israelites below, the glory of God looked like a raging fire at the top of the mountain. Moses entered the middle of the cloud and climbed the mountain. Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. This concludes our scripture reading for today. May God bless the reading and the hearing of his word. Let me close this segment of our show with a prayer. Father, we thank you because your word is settled in heaven and in earth. There is none like you. We thank you for our salvation. We thank you for our healing. We thank you for our protection. We thank you for our provision. We thank you for all that you have done, will do, and will continue to do in our lives. Not only in our lives, but in the lives of our children's children. Those who are yet to be born, but when they're born, they will praise you. Father, I thank you. Because each and every one of us are fearfully and wonderfully made. Father, I thank you. I bless your name. How great is your love toward us. We shall give thanks to our King, our Savior, our Ruler, our Father. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. steps are ordered of you. Thank you. For in you we live and move and have our being. Thank you that you are our refuge and our fortress, our God in whom we shall trust. Thank you that you put our sins as far east as it is west and we have been forgiven. Continue to create in us a clean heart and let us drink from the living water and eat from the bread of life. Father, as we go through the rest of our day, may your divine presence Speak to us as we fellowship with you in the cool of the day. Blessed are you, O Lord, creator of the universe and fruit of the vine. In the most precious and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and risen Savior. Amen. After a word from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship. Welcome back to the second segment of our show. I am your host, Sherry T., and you have been listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. 
This segment is where we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Before we hear from our first artist, let me give you this disclaimer. I do not have the copyright to the worship music that is being played on this podcast. Under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976, allowance is made for fair use purposes, such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, and scholarship research. Therefore, feel free to leave a comment. Oh, <laughs> 
It's time to believe for the impossible. Speak to the mountain and command it to move. You said it. I believe it. You said it. It is done. You said it. I believe it. You said it. It is done. Can you help me sing? Yes, you still works. Our God is faithful. The blood of Jesus is working in our favor. We trust only in our God. If we obey his commandments, then no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The blood still works. If we obey his words, we will eat the good of the land. The blood still works. Jesus bore our infirmities and healed us of all our diseases. The blood still works. Fear must submit to our faith in Jesus Christ and the power of his resurrection. The blood still works. The kingdom of heaven lives in us because the blood still works. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the Power Prayer Podcast. It's been a stone blast. My prayer for you is that you have experienced the transforming power of God's word, peace, love, and his unspeakable joy today. We believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, the infallible word of God, the birth, death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, as well as the indwelling of the Holy Spirit through the born again experience. This is what I know for sure. It is our guarantee. We will pray, believe, and love you as we love God with all our heart, mind, and soul. Secondly, we will love our community as we love ourselves. Remember, visit our website, livingbiblehub.com. We have some great things over there. And be sure to subscribe, like, and follow. Sign up for our monthly newsletter and our weekly prayer call. I love to hear from you. Remember, 
in God, there is no failure. He will do what he said he would do. So if you have never trusted and believed in the son of Jesus, do it today. Eternal life was given for you.